Welcome to this month's episode of the Cordell and Cordell Men's Divorce Podcast, a combination of views, news, and tips relating to topics and situations relevant to guys going through divorce. It is up to you as parents to do whatever you can to ease the transition into a two-parent household, which often means shielding your kids from what happens in the courtroom and creating a seamless shift into co-parenting with your ex, something that obviously presents a challenge. In this month's Men's Divorce Podcast, we discuss how you can help your kids cope with divorce, including why divorce is so difficult on kids, why teachers need to know the divorce is happening, how to be a great dad after divorce, and more. Divorce can be particularly difficult for kids to understand as they often can't visualize the bigger picture and may not realize that problems in the family exist. Dadsdivorce.com editor Sean Garrison recently spoke with author Anastasia Higginbotham about her series of children's books designed to guide children through difficult events in ordinary life, the first of which covers divorce. Anastasia, thank you for joining us today. It's really nice to talk with you. Now, the first topic that you chose to tackle in your Ordinary Terrible Things series was divorce because of your own experiences with your parents divorcing. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that experience and the impact it's had throughout your life? Sure. Uh, my parents told me and my brother and sisters that they were get, getting a divorce when I was 14. So I was kind of old. And um, they said it was for the best. And for me, it was the worst. I was really attached to the original version of our family. And, you know, there were five kids with matching names and matching outfits that our mother made. And we all went to church on Sundays. And, and there, that was important to me, that identity. And so when they decided to give that up, it made me question everything. So what does it mean to take a vow and then take it back, how quickly things can change. And I expected, in terms of its long-term effect, I expected that when I grew up, I would probably get a divorce because if my parents couldn't stay together, as disciplined as I knew them to be, then nobody could, or I certainly couldn't. Now, this book is a lot different from a lot of children's books about divorce because it doesn't really sugarcoat things by just saying that you know divorce is, is for the best for everyone involved. Uh, rather, it encourages children to acknowledge their feelings and emotions um, and reassures them that wh whatever they're experiencing, it, it's going to end up being a meaningful experience in their life. Um, can you tell us about why you decided to take this approach and why you felt it was the best way to, to sort of focus your book? I felt that I was frustrated by my personal experience of being told how to feel about the divorce being told it's going to be all right, you know, just right from the start. Um, it kind of shuts another person down. Look, this is going to be okay, right? It doesn't allow uh, an authentic response. And um, I know that it's protective in its intention, and I know that it is meant to be reassuring, but a lot of divorce books for kids really put this positive spin by reinforcing what won't change with the divorce. And... I think it's important to acknowledge that a child is having a unique and defining moment in their life. And my book bears witness to a child's experience of that shifting reality, let's just say, so for better and worse. Notice what's shifting around you. Notice what's stirred up inside of you 
Um, because then you have this conscious experience of your divorce. You know, it, it's yours as much as it is your parents, right? This is your point of view on their decision. So I wanted to hold up a mirror of compassion and understanding for children and um, give some acknowledgement to what they see and, and validation for what they what they're losing, what they're gaining, you know, just the whole, the whole picture. I also understand that the artwork that you use in this book is fairly unique um, and that it features a collage using scraps of paper from magazines and books um, and scraps of fabric. Uh, can you just tell us a little bit about how you put that together and how it enhances the reader's experience? And I chose those materials, grocery bags and scraps of fabric or ribbons and you know things that can be just cut and pasted with glue because those materials are affordable <laughs> they're free they're available and if they're free and available to me then they're accessible to my readers as well and so a kid sees this artwork and the messages within it you know handwritten and i think that alone makes a child feel like okay I can relate here to this this narrator and to this image because it it just it looks like stuff that I have at my fingertips. Um, I I use fabrics that I'm sentimental about, like my the flannel shirt of, that my grandfather used to wear when he worked in his garden, and I also feel that collage the choice to make a collage is modeling a spiritual practice that is about taking the broken pieces and taking what remains and making something new out of it. Uh, taking something that's damaged or broken and making something beautiful. Um, and I want children to see that that can be done. And you know, the book is healing me as well as I made it. I, I initially made it because it was just, it was the book that I wanted to pull down from my bookshelf and read. Since divorce can have far-ranging effects on kids that extend into other areas of their lives, it is important for divorcing parents to share this sort of information with others who interact with their kids on a daily basis, namely teachers. DadsDivorce.com editor Sean Garrison recently spoke with Vital Smart's David Maxfield regarding a survey that found a huge disconnect between parents and teachers when it comes to disclosing major changes in the home that may impact learning and behavior in the classroom. Divorce is a very personal matter for families, and understandably, many parents don't feel comfortable disclosing the details of their breakup with just anyone. But a new survey suggests that parents might want to be more forthcoming with that information when communicating with their children's teachers. Corporate training and leadership development company Vital Smarts recently surveyed 689 parents and 174 teachers and discovered that teachers feel parents aren't telling them about the major changes in the home, such as a divorce, that affect the students in their classroom. 94% of teachers surveyed said they feel it's important for parents to inform them of a divorce, but only 23% of divorcing parents said they shared that information with the teacher. David Maxfield, who co-authored the survey, said that that communication disconnect can have unintended consequences. Here's the kind of mix-up that happens. Oftentimes when a child is disturbed, whether it's a divorce or, or a death in the family, or even like a death of a pet, 
um, it shows up in behavioral problems at school. And when the teacher's at, the, at their best, they diagnose that, they ask the child questions, but sometimes the child's not very forthcoming either, right? And, and when, the, when the teacher's busy with lots of other hassles, they may end up treating it as a discipline problem. The last thing they'd want to do and the last thing you'd want them to do with your child when actually your child's hurting inside. To foster better communication with teachers, Maxfield recommends parents be proactive in getting to know their child's teacher, clarify exactly what information needs to be communicated about the child, and establish clear and effective methods of contact. Yeah, just a few quick ones for parents. I would say don't wait until the first parent-teacher conference. Don't wait until the first report card to go meet the teacher. Divorce can be such a difficult process for your kids to handle that it is crucial for you and your spouse to do everything you can to make this transition as smooth as possible. Virginia family law attorney Rebecca DeVinson offers a few tips on helping kids cope with divorce, including learning to effectively co-parent, starting new traditions with your children, and more. Divorce is difficult on the entire family, but as a parent, you need to take special care to be sure that your children have the emotional support and love they need during this process. There are many ways you can help your children during divorce, and today I want to go through just a few of those ideas. First, you and your spouse or soon-to-be former spouse need to be co-parents and you have to support each other. This means putting aside your differences and you should never speak poorly about the other parent to the children or even in the presence of the children. You might be getting a divorce, so you're not going to be married anymore, but you still are going to be parents together. So you have to support each other. Show your children that you want them to have a good relationship with that other parent and encourage that relationship. Another tip you might consider is deciding on what, whether it might be helpful for your child to speak with a therapist or a counselor about the changes in their life, or do you think it's better that your child just have the opportunity to speak with you or the other parent openly about their thoughts and feelings on this process? Some children might need a neutral third party to speak to so that they feel comfortable and that's okay. Others want to talk to their mom or dad about their feelings and you should encourage that. Be sure to let your children express themselves however they need to. Finally, one of the best ways that you can help your children through this divorce process is by starting new traditions with them. Divorce is going to change your normal routine, but the change can be your new normal and it's probably going to be a better normal for you too. Your time with your children is different after divorce, but it's going to be better and it doesn't have to be any less special than it was before. Think of how you can develop your relationship with your kids in a meaningful way. Maybe you have a special date night together or you plan a weekend trip away. Start new traditions with your kids. Think of something that your children will really enjoy. There are many ways that you can help your children through divorce, but these are just a few ideas. biggest challenges for divorcing parents is finding a way to remain in their children's lives despite the fact that you may not get to see them on a daily basis. DadsDivorce.com editor Sean Garrison recently spoke with divorce and relationship expert Nancy Fagan about her new website, VeryGoodHeart.com, which is designed to help parents and children stay connected during periods of separation. Nancy, thank you for joining us today. 
Thank you, Sean. It's nice to be with you again. Now, your new site, fairygoodheart.com, is designed to help uh, parents and children stay connected through times of parental separation. Uh, that can be because of deployment, because of work travel, um, or for the purpose of our viewers, uh, because of a divorce. Can you explain how uh, families going through divorce can utilize this site to, uh, to help them cope with that parental separation? Yeah, and first of all, I know a lot about divorce. I was a divorce mediator for a long time. And in that time, parents would come to me and they would ask, how do I stay connected to my children? How do I help my children not fear that we're going to abandon them or stop loving them? So in that, I created this site called Fairy Goodheart. It has a lot of resources. I also interviewed a lot of play therapists for techniques that parents can use with their children on how to stay connected when they are apart. Um, and additionally, uh, in addition to that, there are also uh, worksheet pages to help the parents help the children get through this entire process. Sure. And you've also released a couple of new products, uh, one of which is a series of books. Um, and the first book in the series deals specifically with divorce. Um, can you give me a synopsis of the book's plot and how families can use it um, to help them through the divorce transition? Yeah, the overall message is how to help a child get through the biggest fear that they have during divorce. Well, one of the biggest fears, but what I heard through the years was my children are afraid we're going to stop loving them because they've seen us cease loving each other. So the book addresses a little girl named Jackie throughout the book an entire year going from a two-parent family to a separated family. And at the end of each chapter, there are um, parent prompts. And that's a section where Fairy Goodheart let me show you Fairy Goodheart. She helps uh, the children and the parent with questions that relate to the child in the story go through these questions, and it helps to facilitate a really difficult conversation. Sure, and uh, you just showed us the, uh, the Fairy Goodheart toy, which I understand is another product you've just released. Um, can you tell us about that and how it uh, can be used to help children during the uh, divorce process? Yeah, this is a very good heart. And what she is, is about when parents go back and forth, or kids go back and forth between the houses, on the back of her, there is a parent pocket. And you can stick notes and pictures. So when the child misses the parent they're away from, they pull out Fairy Goodheart, pull out the notes and the pictures, and they feel uh, close. They always um, feel a sense of love when they have Fairy Goodheart. So she's a positive transitional object for the kids. Sure, and is there anything else you'd like to add, Nancy? Yeah, just to keep an eye out, I'm going to have a lot of videos and all kinds of exercises for the children, resources, research, you name it, whatever it is. It's going to be, a, it's a free website. You don't have to be a member. There are going to be techniques and resources, all kinds of stuff to help. Um, on the kids page, we have like coloring contests and all kinds of fun contests and videos that kids send in. And I've had a number of them already sent to me, although it's a new site. And, you know, for parents and kids to send in questions that they might have have and you know I'll provide any kind of help that they need and it's it's a product-based site but the services are absolutely or the um, resources are absolutely free the transition into a divorced dad can be particularly challenging for many fathers due to the fact that it is difficult to handle not being around your kids on a daily basis however it is more important now than ever to continue being there for your kids Indiana family law attorney Kimberly McCabe offers some tips for how you can continue being a great dad after divorce, including taking on all parental responsibilities when the children are in your care, 
maintaining old routines and structure, and more. Your role as a father is likely to have changed after the divorce. When the children spend time with you, you are now responsible for all of their immediate and basic needs, as well as providing for them in other manners. While you were married, you may have only been responsible for taking care of the children uh, after they got home from school, whereas your wife was responsible for getting them up in the morning. Now that you're a divorced dad, you have lots of other responsibilities that you have the privilege of now taking on and can find ways to do so while spending time with your children. The number one way you can be a great dad and maintain a positive relationship with your children after divorce is to maintain consistency and structure. If the children were used to certain routines when you and your spouse were married, the more you can maintain those in your own home, the better off the children will be when transitioning back and forth they will have that same stability and structure that they can count on and rely on. Another way you can also maintain structure and consistency is in exercising and executing the parenting time plan. Make sure that you are showing up on time and that you are exercising all of your parenting time. Another way you can be a great dad after divorce is to communicate with your kids. It's going to be difficult because you will not be able to see your children every day. However, that doesn't mean that you still can't communicate with them on a daily basis. Thanks to modern technology, most kids have cell phones and parents have cell phones. So find ways to utilize these resources to maintain contact with your children. You don't necessarily have to have a lengthy telephone call with them every evening. But trust me when I say a text message saying, hey, dad loves you and is thinking about you is gonna go a long way in making your kids day better. Another way to be a great dad is to maintain discipline. Your children will likely want to take advantage of the situation and you may be willing to give them more leeway now that you're divorced in hopes that by giving them rewards or letting them stay up late or buying them things is going to make them feel better. Trust me when I say that yes, all of these things will make the children feel better in the short term. However, in the long term for their emotional growth and development, it's going to be important that you maintain your role as a parent and in that role as a parent, that you are exercising the discipline that you have commonly used in the past or that has been agreed upon by you and the children's other parents. I would also recommend and highly suggest that you participate in any school-related events or other extracurricular activities that your children may participate in. I know it can be easy to say, well, I don't want to go because I know my ex is going to be there, but your children are going to be the ones who suffer if you don't go. If your spouse isn't giving you a copy of the children's uh, sports schedule or events going on at school, then make that extra effort and try to find a copy through another way. Um, you can contact the school directly or perhaps you um, ask another parent whom your children plays on the same sports team. 
it's going to be really important for you to maintain that relationship by doing the things that you regularly did and that does include attending these special events for your children. Finally, I would recommend that you do not speak badly about the children's mother when they are with you. The best way to be a great dad is to focus on being a great dad, not focus on how bad mom is or what mom did or things that could appear to be negative um, when being viewed by your children. So it's okay if you want to vent those feelings and frustrations and other positive outlets when the children aren't around. But remember, the children love their mother and it is going to be important for you to show that you support them loving their mother and respect them for doing so. That's all we have time for in this month's Cordell and Cordell Men's Divorce Podcast. Hopefully this gives you a better understanding of why it is so important to create a smooth transition for your children throughout your divorce. While you may have a difficult time coping with the process, your kids will have an equal, if not worse, time trying to accept the changes. You and your spouse need to take the time to explain what is happening, learn to co-parent effectively, and stay connected during periods of separation. Divorce is hard on everyone involved, but it is your responsibility to minimize the impact it has on your children. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast for interviews, news, tips, and more covering a range of topics facing men during divorce. You can also find a number of resources on our website at cordellcordell.com, as well as our informational sites, mensdivorce.com and dadsdivorce.com. 